Jason's Garage here, coming at you from the old garage. Um, just going over some basic stuff this next couple episodes, just kind of get everybody refreshed and knowing all the parts and how they work and where they need to be. Um, going to talk about suspension. Suspension's a pretty complicated part of the vehicle. Um, a lot of moving parts, um, you know, a lot of variables, you know, wheel alignment, that sort of thing. I'll get into wheel alignment another time, but uh, uh, basically, you know, steering and suspension. I think I'm more going to go over steering, you know, from your steering wheel, you know, out to the car. So you've got your steering wheel, which mounted to your steering column. The steering column is a shaft that runs from a steering wheel down to the gearbox or a rack and pinion. Um, a lot of it's called steering gear. Um, so when you turn the wheel, it moves the gears inside. There's a ring and a pinion gear. You know, turn the wheel to the right, it moves the, you know, obviously the linkage to the right or the left, whichever direction it needs to go. Um, you've got, you've got tie rod ends. You've got, usually on your uh, rack and pinion, you've got an inner tie rod end that's sometimes actually part of the rack and pinion. Then you've got outer tie rod ends. That's where it connects out to the spindle on the wheel. That's what turns. It's got a little knuckle joint, you know, like a ball and socket deal, so it can it can pivot and go up and down when the car is moving and turning. Um, you've got ball joints; um, they're a real important part of the system. Um, it's another ball and socket assembly. It attaches a steering knuckle to the suspension system, and it also allows for you know pivot and movement when the car goes up and down and when you're steering it from right to left. Um, got your coil springs usually on front wheel drive on on most cars front the front has coil springs you know you either have a, a coil spring and a shock absorber separately or you're going to have a strut a mcpherson strut which actually came from airplanes believe it or not but it allow it it eliminates most of the time it eliminates the upper ball joint and the spring is actually mounted onto the shock and then the bottom of the strut mounts to the spindle kind of eliminates one ball joint but sometimes they still have upper ball joints and lower ball joints um, and upper control arms and lower control arms lower control arm usually connects to the to the frame of the car and then the outer ball joint the outer lower ball joint will connect to the spindle and the spring usually sits in there if it doesn't then it'll just connect to the spindle or the knuckle the steering knuckle that's where your wheel is and then the strut will connect to the top of that and that's where your spring is the ones that have coil springs, the, the springs usually attached to the lower control arm. Um, and then you've got um, you know, your upper control arms, your lower control arms. Um, you've got, there's so many parts of these things. A lot of the cars will have um, multiple ball joints on the lower. They'll have the lower control arm will be in like two or three pieces. It'll just be like a little wishbone. Um, then you'll have a, some cars have strut rods, which will either go from the the uh, the frame to the control arm. That keeps the control arm from rocking back and forth, like when you're braking. Um, there's just lots of parts. You've got to be very careful when you're inspecting these things. Um, you know, do your due diligence. Look up what's going on with it. If it's a 
multi-link system, if it's a strut system, if it's a shock system. Um, you also have stabilizer bars, which help the car when you're turning so it doesn't dip to one side or the other, or what we call roll. It's a bar that usually attaches to the frame and then usually attaches out to the control arms, the lower control arms. It's like a big torsion bar or another kind of spring. Um, some cars have coil spring suspension on the front. Some cars have leaf spring suspension on the front. Some cars have torsion bar sus suspension. Um, some bags have airbags that actually, you know, the car rides on air. It doesn't actually have a, like a, an actual coil spring or a torsion bar or leaf spring. A lot of your Lincolns have that. Um, most of your cars are coil spring. Um, a lot of your trucks will have, well, most of the trucks on the road now have rear leaf springs for the suspension, just for the simple fact that they're, they're simple and they're long. They connect, they connect in front of the axle and in rear of the axle to the frame and then in the center to the axle. Um, they help keep their rear axle straight. They're really stable. Um, I mean, they're really heavy, but they're, you know, and they're primitive. They've been around forever. You know, all the, all the old cars started out with, 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 uh, leaf springs. Um, and then you've got your shocks and your struts, you know, your, your shock will just be a, a normal, just, you know, just a shock pretty much. Sometimes you'll have specialty shocks, which will, the springs will mount to, they won't call them struts, but they'll call them specialty shocks. Um, that's where the, you know, you've got to take the spring off the shock and, and, uh, and put it back on the, on the specialty shock. Same thing with the McPherson strut. Um, a lot of times you'll have to change the, the coil spring on it. It's very dangerous. You've got to pay a lot of attention. Make sure you have all your safety, you know, all your safety pieces are in, involved and attached and, you know, you're really paying attention with what's going on. You want to, you want to load that spring as little as possible to get that strut out of there because man, I've seen some bad things happen on strut, you know, on coil spring repairs on struts. Luckily nowadays you can buy what they call a quick strut or a super strut or, I mean, everybody has their name for it, but it'll actually have the, that you've got the strut and then you've got the coil spring and then you've got the upper mount, which some, sometimes we call them bearing plates. And luckily nowadays you can buy them where they're already assembled during the box. You just unbolt the old unit and bolt that unit back in and you don't have to fart around with the springs, um, which is a nice thing. Um, what I usually do when I'm inspecting a front end is I'll jack the car up so the weight is on the suspension. So I'll actually have the, the lift or the jack under the lower control arm so the weight of the car is on the spring. It's not, you know, it's not on the frame where all the weight's off of it. I'll start wiggling, you know, I'll grab the tire on either side, you know, front and rear and wiggle it back and forth. Check to see if there's any play in the tie rod ends or the wheel bearing. Uh, or any of the steering linkage for that matter, or the rack or the steering gear. And then I'll grab it at the top and the bottom, wiggle it back and forth, and that'll show you where in the bearing or uh, play in the ball joints. Um, a lot of times you can take a pair of pliers, like a big pair of channel locks, where the tie rod ends go on the, you know, into the knuckle itself, and then the bottom part on where the bleeder is or where the zerk fitting is. Well, not am probably any of them have grease fittings anymore but if they do you need to make sure you keep those things lubed up too because they need grease in them to work 
but I take that pliers and I squeeze it. If there's any play in it, you know, it's probably about time to replace that stuff. Um, you want to look for bent parts. You want to look for rusty parts. Um, you know, any kind of damage from hitting a curb or something, you can have a tie rod in bent just a little bit and it throws the alignment off. And then when you go to set the alignment and you, you start turning and it's bent, it's all wonky and out around. You need to you need to replace it with a good straight tie rod in so you get an accurate alignment done on it. Um, I'll go into alignment stuff later. That's that's a pretty uh, another complicated part of the car, um, especially nowadays. But I mean that's pretty much the basics of it. You've got a you know you have some kind of spring device. You have all your steering linkages. You have your ball joints. Your your sway bar, your uh, sway bar end links, which are usually little, some of them are little ball sockets. A lot of them are just like a shock bushing, a metal stud with a bushing on either end. So it's quiet and it's smooth when it's riding down the road. Um, like I said, some of them do have little ball joints in them. You gotta be careful with those. If you spin them too much, you'll wear the bushing out in them trying to get them apart. I always recommend replacing those ball joint type ones, especially if you're doing struts or something, because you're gonna tear one up, taking it apart. Um, but yeah, pretty much that's it. I mean, you want to look for, you know, obviously you want to look for tire wear. Um, if you've got a tire that's all chopped up and the tread's real uneven, looks like a gator back, um, that's indicative of a worn suspension part or a, or a worn out shock. It's not keeping the car, keeping the tire planted on the road. You know, it doesn't have enough pressure to hold everything down and the tire, it's just, I know you've probably seen a car going down the road and the tire just, just bouncing away. That that shock is dead and it's just killing that tire um, you want to look for wear on the outside of the tire or on the inside of the tire you know, that's that's a definitely a, an alignment problem or a, you've got a suspension component that's worn out so just pay attention to that stuff like I said I'm kind of rambling it's just basic information I'm trying to get out there I know some guys need it some guys don't um, you know some of us just need it to for a refresher course, um, your air spring cars, they'll have a, uh, they'll have a big, a big airbag. A lot of your, you know, uh, luxury cars like your Lincolns and Cadillacs and, you know, a lot of your European cars. I mean, but some of your, uh, some of your SUVs even have them. Some of your pickup trucks have them. You gotta inspect that bag make sure it doesn't have any holes in it or it's getting dry rotted. Um, there'll be a, a level sensor so it knows when the car's too low and it automatically pumps air into the system it's got its own air pump up underneath the hood it has its own module you know and a lot of them have um well they have microprocessors you know regardless even if they're rudimentary ones old ones but you won't run into that very much but you will i mean i'm not saying you won't so just keep your eyes open you know pay attention look everything up Take stuff apart, put it back together, learn how it works, and then you'll be ready to get out there and fix something.